It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Ellie Tur Park, James Seltzer, with you live on YouTube. If you're if you get a chance to check it Back out, home in our studio. That's right, where we never leave. Yeah, I I did. We basically live. Slam here. the table to start. I I feel like there's a better table to slam. If I'm gonna do my thing, I think it's louder in here. Actually, but, but here's the thing better mics better setup oh, so like yeah. i don't think it would reverberate as much right. as on that other table there's a bunch of stuff on it, it kind of shakes a little bit well let us know i think here's what's what a better table song we've learned you're gonna slam the table it's what it is okay it would not be me if you i have not, to take the the the, the slamming the of the bad. table with, That's I, right. I want to call it bad but the, the good you. the good with the the good with the good what i love that yeah good comes with the good I'm going to be me. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so you are. Is, you know, I can, I can yes. lie to you. Just like and the pretend will be the... I, that, that's a funny thing, too, is like, I could could try and not slap the table, but like, let's be honest. You're it's gonna, not going to happen. You're going to slap the table. So, I'm, I, to anyone who it bothers, I am truly sorry. He can't help it. It's, it's not like... It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like my leg shake. People have seen <laughs> that on videos before. Like, it is what it is. My leg shakes. I'm sorry. Maybe in to, like, Dallas. Uh, maybe in Dallas when we're with all the real ones. Yes. We'll all slap the table together. We'll do a shot. <laughs> We'll do a shot and slap the table together. Yes. Yeah. Come to Dallas for the us. whole bar. We'll just be like, what the dude? Going on? Fans of Philly trip. We're going to Dallas for the December tenth. It's a, it's a month away. It's a month. It's, away. it's like a, a month actually, and two days. It's a month and two days. Yeah. But like for all intents and well, purposes, the game's on the tenth. Actually, that's what so I mean. We actually, leave. Yes, a we're leaving in a month. Yeah, we're leaving in a month. Yeah. So if you want to do this, get in with us now. We'll spend the whole weekend with you. Is we're all going to be hanging the whole weekend? We'll be there. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be on the same flight. So so check it out. It's going to be awesome. What's crazy about that too is just like, man, the season is flying by, dude. We are like right now, right now, we're halfway through the NFL season. Doesn't it feel like it's gone like that? Like it's or crazy. Like, 
like that. It's just kind of like like that. Yeah, like that. Exactly. It has. It yeah. has. Honestly, it has been. Um, especially because like they keep winning. Like they're just eight and one, and yeah. it just it just feels like every week just happens, and so, it's like it's inevitable. <laughs> I do have something I want to push back on. Not, oh, not, oh, not, yes. I don't think I don't think you've said this. Let's start. But, yeah. By the way, we will get into um, uh, midseason report cards. Elliot, I'm this very is excited Elliot's about time it. to shine. Very and we were talking about, about this before the bot. Elliot yeah. loves midseason report. Well, cards. I think it's just report one cards of like, in general. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't love report cards in high school. I'll tell <laughs> you did, that buddy. much. Yeah, but I think it's one of the few things that I've kind of kept from like my like pure writing days. I like this. It's like the midseason report card is like a go-to staple. I guarantee you'll see all the beat writers doing Quick it. question, you know, not to call you out, your yeah. pure writing days. Do you have writing days anymore? No. Well, <laughs> so it was funny with Glenn. Um, it's like you're, you, you talk now. Yeah, I talk. It's what I do. I talk and I tweet. Yeah, it's way easier. It's um, so better. <laughs> but uh, on the pregame show on Sunday, Glenn like was like, oh, Elliot, I saw you write this thing. Or he's like, actually, it was just a long tweet. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about right. It's about right. Um, but so something I want to push back on that I've heard the last year. We'll wrap the Cowboys game up with this. So by the way, Dallas sucks. Go ahead. There it is. Um, so a lot of the national talk I've heard about the game is like the Eagles are lucky to win that game. Or they got fortunate. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it was a great game between two really good teams that both teams played well, and the Eagles made better plays. Like, and both teams that's made what mistakes. Happened. Both, both teams, teams made, made mistakes, mistakes too. Neither played perfect. I feel like there's been this narrative with this game specifically, but with the Eagles game and game and with the Eagles team in general this year, where it's like, well, they've like gotten pretty lucky. And if you want to do one or two games, if your team's like nine and seven, like fine, then maybe. But when your team's won 25 last 27 regular season games with Jalen at quarterback and they're eight and one this year, it's not luck. Like they just make plays other teams don't make. Like when they almost lost to the Patriots, we sat in this pod and I was like, man, they got they got lucky that uh, you know, Kevin that Boyd, guy stepped out of yeah, bounds. Yeah. Or against Washington. I was like, man, Ron Rivera not going for two. Like, man, they got a little lucky there. But when when it happens again and again and again, where we're talking about the other team making a mistake and the Eagles not making the mistake. Then it's not luck anymore. Dude, like the Cowboys played a really good game. Like I think you can come away from that both sides saying the Cowboys played good, the Eagles played better. They're better. They're the better team, so they won the game. And I think I hope we highlighted this on the post game pod. I don't remember, but as much as the defense kind of like almost let it go, they made a lot of plays too. Like well, you, you highlighted, know, only six points in the second half. Like it feels like the they half. gave up a thousand. Well, but this whole like, well, they're lucky Dak stepped out of bounds. Well, Dak stepped out of bounds because Brandon Graham was out, being Brandon was, Graham was, was made right. a hustle play. Brandon Graham ran across the whole freaking line right, and chased right. him down. Or like they're lucky that uh, on the touchdown t- or the almost touchdown to the tight end that Dak didn't see Brandon Cooks. Like that's not luck. It's like, Reed Blankenship playing it perfectly and keeping him against the line yes, on a fourth down yes. where he was like, "You're catching the ball outside the end zone." Yeah. Sorry, dude. So I just. The, the Cowboys played a great game. There are certain players going other ways. But I think like baked in. All right, so this was this has been in my head since yesterday. I'm loving this. So right a, caller, a caller called in and was saying like, you know, lucky, blah, blah, blah. He goes, a lot of the calls like went in the Eagles' favor that were on replays. And I'm like, but listen to how you're phrasing it. <laughs> so, wait, so you're saying the replay said what actually correct. happened? It did not go what? in a it did not go in a favor. It did not go in the way. It just it was, was just the, the correct call. But I feel like <laughs> it's crazy. That's baked in in Such that statement. In that statement is baked in with like, uh, the Eagles got some edges. The Eagles didn't get any advantage in that game. Like they made plays the Cowboys did not make. And that doesn't mean when the Eagles go to Dallas, they can't lose that game. It doesn't mean the Cowboys choked it away. 
The Eagles won that game because they made plays and the Cowboys not. They were not fortunate to win that game. They won that game. 100%. And look, every team makes mistakes. Every team's going to have a ball bounce their way or bounce the other way. That's yeah. football, man. Like, that's just the game of football. The Patriots won Super Bowls for this exact reason. Situational football. Super Bowl. Bro, that's the what I mean. Julio Jones, Situational yeah. football. Making the right decisions at the right time. The right coaching decisions. The right play decisions. The right execution of decisions. Like... The team that makes less mistakes wins. Teams are always yeah. going to make mistakes. The Eagles make less mistakes than other teams. They are better coached, and they have better players, and they make plays when it matters. Here's the other thing that's been in my in my love crawl. It. Just to let say. it out, buddy. Yeah. It's good. Like, I don't get the whole the Ravens are better than the Eagles thing. Me neither. Or, or, or like, Lamar is the MVP, and Jalen's not. And I, the Ravens are a good team. They're seven and two. They're a good team. They're they good have a team, great but you defense. know what? The Eagles are eight and one. Like I, don't, the, I just don't get it. I mean, the Eagles have a better record. Uh, Jalen has more, more touchdowns. Wins. The Dallas yeah. and Miami win. Ravens have some nice wins. They beat the, they beat the Lions. In Detroit, yeah, which was a good one. Um, and Seattle, I suppose, is a good win. Yeah, Seattle's like not that great. Better record, better offense, better quarterback, and the head coach is an interesting one. Harbaugh's accomplished a lot. I, I think Harbaugh's very good. Yeah, I, I prefer Sirianni, but that for you, sure either preference, way. right? Yep. But the Eagles are. The Eagles are better than the Ravens. Like, if they played the Ravens, I would pick them to win. Me too. Yeah. On the road. I'd pick them to win in Baltimore, but they're way better in Baltimore. I'd still pick yeah. them to win. Now, I do think the three teams that if you said I think to the me, Ravens are one of those teams you have to put in there, for sure. Yeah, I think there's three teams, if you told me the Eagles season ended with a loss, who are the three it's teams? It's the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Ravens. Yeah, and none of them are in the NFL. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I think yeah. those are the three, the next three best teams in the NFL yeah. right now. And look, here's another thing. Guess what? It's week 10 we're going into. Things can change by week well, 17. Yeah. Look at last year. <laughs> I mean, Jalen was MVP most of the year and then unfortunately gets hurt. Well, that's not true. Mahomes was right there with him the whole time. But yeah, I mean, things could absolutely change totally. in terms of uh, all that. It just... Well, let's call out the biggest culprit and like, you know... Is this going to be the ESPN thing? I mean, like, okay. The only thing you should preface it with is... It's it is analytics. a computer. Okay. It's a computer. Just put it I get it. There. Okay, but this is the computer, the FPI rankings that, you know... Yeah. Got stuck in our crawl. My crawl. I'll admit it. Throughout all of last year, I kept bringing yeah. it up. I was like, this is a joke. Like, how the Eagles are clearly the best team in football. And they'd be like six or fourth or third or whatever it was. And, it's, and now they come out with these rankings again. And I know it's a freaking computer. But they have the Eagles seven. <laughs> it was absurd. Seven. They have the Buffalo Bills third. The well, they, five and four Buffalo Bills. They have two teams. They have Eagles the Niners. Beat. The Niners yeah. have three losses. They have two teams Eagles beat in front of them. Yeah. And the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Like, I get it. I get it that it is just a, a computer. Stop using the computer. <laughs> Throw it in the freaking trash. Like, yeah. seriously, like you are embarrassing yourself. ESPN is embarrassing themselves. Well, especially because out. it gets portrayed as like, and look, fairly so. ESPN ranks the Eagles. Guess what? That's what you are. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're bringing that on yourself. So, so last, stop using it. So last year when we when the Eagles were on the way to the Super Bowl, my whole thing was like we we debated this a lot. Like you, I had the Chiefs as the best team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You said it was the Eagles. Or like I it was like the Chiefs, Bengals. Like I had other teams ahead of the Eagles, and my take that year was like the Eagles have not won in the playoffs. I need to see it. The Eagles now are not getting the benefit of the doubt that I gave to those other. Yeah, teams. it's a great way. Of you know, it. like like last year I sat here and unpopularly was like, no, I think the Chiefs. All these things. Like the Eagles are now those teams. The Eagles are the team where it's like, no, no, no. Like no, they're like they're the best. Like they're the ones that win all the time. And, and again, they win all the time. We can't hammer that home enough. Like yeah. whatever you want to talk about, like the Niners and how good they're ever. They're five and three. Yeah. The Eagles are eight and one. And so another thing, I know we've been out on the Niners for a while, and our Seahawks bet. Mm. Yeah, it was looking bad, now looking good. It's right? alive. 
It's funny that we're talking about looking good after they lose like 38 to 3. I know. Well, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Throw it out the window. Um, so this is a full like come circle moment for me. I would rather have Dan. You, you see this tweet? Yeah. No, just the way you said that was a little aggressive. Full circle. Yeah, you you threw another word. Full, full circle moment. Yeah, you threw another word. No, I said full circle moment. No. Yeah, there was another word no, in there. There's a, yeah, there's okay. another word. Well, don't cut it. I don't no, know. No, don't cut it. Right. The, the, the term has come full circle. <laughs> yes, and you mixed up two of the words. I don't think I did. You did. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, oh, the, the listener. If you missed it, oh, come full list- circle is what I said. <laughs> no, no, no. You I'm trying to you say, tried to say it. Full circle. You said I have full something. You, you switched. Okay. Come and full, full circle. Come. Is that what no. I said? Just say what I said, said at this point. Come. You had said full come circle. Okay, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. That's a bad one. It's a bad mistake. It's me. okay, though. It was worth it. We all know expressions aren't my... Yes. Uh, I like how you made us say it to you there. Well, it's going to drive... I wouldn't be able to concentrate. what you said. I wouldn't be able to concentrate the rest of the pod otherwise. Oh, that right. was great. I, you, honestly, yeah. I think I think people enjoyed that. Yeah, but the, the, uh, <laughs> I got the, the pod That's title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's what I was going to say. Yes, full circle mode. I would rather have Dan Campbell and Jared Goff and Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Whoa. I think Kyle Shanahan might be a loser. Uh, so I think so too. Yeah. I mean, especially when you look And what's at, funny is I was actually, this was my take like a year and a half ago. ago. And I was like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think and he might then, be a loser. So I think the most damning thing that I've seen about Shanahan recently is that stat that oh, came out. Oh, it changed my mind. The fourth quarter thing or the, the with leads, I mean, in the fourth, whatever it was, it was, do you I have, have the stat? I have it. Because quick, this quickly, yeah. was one of those where I was like, because again, I, I actually I thought Shannon's good, not great. But I, I meant to bring it. this up to you. I'm happy that yeah, uh, I saw that sat and I was, okay. I was literally floored. Kyle Shanahan went down eight. Yeah, it is what it is. Is Owen 36. <laughs> <laughs> like that is the biggest loser stat I have ever I heard. Think there's another one where he's like, uh, he's like one in 31 when it's down three. Uh, yeah. And then there's another one like heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, these are all he's fourth like, quarter. One in 40 right. or whatever. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's Actually, it's actually one of those where it's like it seems statistically impossible. Well, well but at one point or another, he didn't get lucky. With well, the, it also the seems crazy that like he's lost that. I mean, I guess he's close in games, which is a positive. But, like the fact <laughs> he's lost that many games is absurd. Like, so this has been my whole point, and this is like a large. Yeah, I'm not gonna try the expression, <laughs> but. Like I, I am more afraid of the lions than I am. The Look, 49ers. shout out to Dan Campbell, man. Yeah, we we. Uh, I was messing. We don't take victory laps. We always take victory. We laps always do, yeah. and that is a clear seltzer victory lap. Right? Yeah, it there was. You were right about him. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So I think my my concern, if you look like ahead, is I think the Eagles are going to be the one seed, but the Lions, man. Well, the, I think the Lions. We're not talking enough. Have we, you, always, have we done their schedule on so the pod? That, it, do it on the pod because that's what I was about to say. Is we talk a lot about the Niners and the Cowboys, and I do think talent wise they're the biggest threats, but. In terms of just the one seed, the Lions are so what, easily. They have two losses. The now, Lions right? are easily their biggest threat. They are six and two right now. Okay, so their schedule because it is like they got the Bears twice. It's a it's a, right. a easy. Schedule. So Chargers in LA next week. Not a super easy game. Not a super, but like but they'll you, be favorites. I would assume. Well, you also know there'll be a bunch of Detroit fans there. Yeah, like so, the whole in Los Angeles versus the Chargers thing is not a home game. Well, for the Chargers. think about this. That's their second hardest game they have left. Yeah. So Bears at home, <laughs> that's a win. Packers at home, that's a win. In New Orleans. Who knows? New Orleans, Maybe. Is, New Orleans yeah. is the biggest, like, win one week, lose week. Right. At week. Chicago, a win. Broncos in Detroit, probably a win. 
at Minnesota, a win. At Dallas, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And then, Vi- which would be weird if we're rooting for Dallas in that one. Right. Weird Vi- Vikings at home to end the season. I mean, they could end up with four losses, I think. And like the Eagles probably won't lose four games. I'd be surprised if they went five and three. They're going to the schedule coming up. They do, but I. I don't, I don't either. think you go from twenty five and Look, two I, to five and three. I would just be surprised. Well, I said thirteen and four before the season for the Eagles. Yeah, I think you're gonna be right. I, I think it's gonna be right around there. I think, but I, I'm with you. I think they're. I oh, think sorry, they're, I don't think you're gonna be right. I, I think, think they're, they're gonna be fourteen and three or thirteen and four. I think they're gonna point. have three losses. I think be, I did four. I would if I had to rechange now. I yeah. would say fourteen and three instead of, especially because like those last three, who knows if they matter and this that. I think they're gonna do well in this gauntlet they have coming. Well, up. and I think the reason I'd be more afraid of Detroit than San Francisco is, and I think the stat shows it. If you hit San Francisco, it's over. Like, they just don't have it in them. And also, hey, guess what? Brock Purdy's looking like who we thought yeah, he was. Yeah, not that good. Like, it, I, and I think he's I think he's solid, like, for what, especially for a uh, last pick in the draft guy. Like, yes. he's fine. Like, he's like, he could be an NFL quarterback, but Brock Purdy is not winning you a Super Bowl. I agree. Brock Purdy is not making big plays and big moments to win uh, you a 100%. Super Bowl. 100%. You need a lead. You need him to manage a game, and he could do that for you. And 100%. they have the roster to do that theoretically, but, like, Brock Purdy is not what everyone was, like, saying he might be. I just think the Niners are, like, the definition of good, not great. Mm-hmm. Debo, good, not great. Kittle <laughs> is probably great. McCaffrey is great, actually. McCaffrey's McCaffrey's, no but he's a running back. So I agree. Like, really I'm with cares. you. Um, yeah, but they my got last great dudes. You know, my last Detro- great uh, Detroit. Nick Bosa, by the way, not great this year. Yeah, so not far. been great. Yeah. Um, I, my worry with Detroit would be if the Eagles either have, have to, to go, go to, to Detroit, Detroit, or honestly, if they come here, like. The, the Eagles, like, heavy pressure on the Eagles. Yeah, and Dan Campbell, you know he'll have his guys ready to play. Yeah, and you I know think they'll be ready to run through a wall for that game. They'll die like, before they lose that game. Exactly. I think the Niners exactly. will fold. Yeah. Right. And so I the, would— the, the Lions will not fold. They, they will, will not fold. They, they have good receivers. Uh, they have yeah. a good offense. And you know what? Jared good lines. Nice job they have year. a really good offensive like, line. I think yeah. the Eagles would have an advantage in that game because I do think their defensive line could get— Though well, they're the just Lions O-line is good. There's better. I'm saying specifically— The Lions O-line is very good. I think the key with Goff is to get to him, is to pressure him, and then he's not the same quarterback. So I think the Eagles would be well suited for that, but like their line's been great and Goff's been great, 100. percent I mean, so, Goff's been a top like seven quarterback in the NFL this year, probably. I mean, maybe, maybe yeah, top five. I and mean, he arguably but was just last pure year. Pro- production wise, he's been up there. Well, the Lions also are 14 and four, I think, over their last 18 games. That's impressive, man. They ended the season eight and yeah, one. They They're almost six made and the two or whatever, whatever it was last year. So let's power rank who you would want to play. So obviously, we we know the Eagles are one, and we're, they're not going to play the so Eagles. So we're assuming the Eagles are the ones who are coming here. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So the Niners would be the team I want to play the most. I agree with that. Yeah. I think uh, of, of course, like... Of the three. Of I'm the only three, talking yeah. about three. Are Anyone, there any other, I'm trying to think of any other teams. I mean, Seattle would be the fourth, but like... Seattle's the fourth. I'm yeah. not at all scared of Seattle. Like, the, here in the play. Yeah, I agree. I think the, we would the, beat Seattle. The three teams I'm ranking are the only three teams that... And again, not scared. The only three teams that I would even be like, huh, okay, that's going to yeah. be a game. I would say I want to face the Niners most. Agreed. I would actually say Detroit second most just because why I, I think do, so too, yeah. Yeah, because they just haven't been there and they haven't like Dallas, we know Dallas will not be afraid to come in here and play the Eagles. I we just saw it. Well and so, also and I still think they beat Dallas at home, obviously, but I would probably say I want to play the Niners most, the Lions second most, and Dallas least. Also, of those three teams, the Lions are the only one that will have no pressure on them. Like sure. Dallas, all the pressure in the world. Well, Niners, Dak always all, has, yeah. Exactly. Niners a ton of pressure. The Lions Lions, they, they have to win house, a playoff game, but, but they'd have to, they, they wouldn't get here for the championship exactly. game unless they want to play, unless they want to. So, right. you know, by then, it, it, that's a that's a game. Now, would you rather now rank these? Go to Niners, go to Detroit, go to Dallas. So, I want to go to Detroit least. I agree with that. Oh, no, no, that I take it back. I want to go to Dallas least. Yeah, I guess so. I get because the Eagles have had such struggles. Yeah. So, it's probably the same list. Yeah, Dallas, Detroit. Yeah, Niners, I think it's yeah. probably, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe we'll end up looking wrong. I just. I have no fear. And again, of the look, it's it's week. I think they're going to smack the Niners. I, when they I come think here. they're going to be in two, but again, it's week ten. 
week 17 could be a different story yeah. by the t- or week you know week three of the playoffs whatever it is all right uh let's get to report cards okay let's now, dive in let's just do it freaking report cards Ellie. uh so you know, i you got a pod to record after this we got a, we got a pod to record right after this and then you got it you're like a freaking iron man today because well, then jack's coming in everyone check out clap your hands big one of the Sixers biggest Sixers game games of the season tonight yes long time yes big, big Sixers biggest Sixers. regular season game yeah guess what time. i'll tell you yeah i'm not gonna go to i know, early. I know. i'm gonna stay up and watch the sixers tonight. you are Look at stay that. up and watch. I don't know if I like this. I, I <laughs> you didn't like you. the vibes when I was going to bed. <laughs> yeah, checked out. I think I'm going to stay up and watch them tonight. Um, I won't tweet or anything. How about that? So I'll stay. Well, like out of, I mean, if you want to stay a, out of the discussion, you want to do like a clap your hands. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen to clap. But your if hands. they lose, I want nothing from you. Okay. Yeah. I think it's right. Then I'll just totally check. You just go to bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I'll be going to bed either way. Yeah, that's a good point. Union tonight too. Ooh. Oh, Union! For those who can't see the Look YouTube, at sleeping, yes. sleeping on the job. Look here. at that! I'm yeah, you're supposed to get the, the shot off right my there. Union thing Tucker, here, ready? Oh, now what I did is not the Union. Look at this. I got that third podcast in the trio of podcasts. This is not safe. That is, is this not, not safe for work content that? right now? Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> shot to I hopes. That's a pod too. All right. New we'll we'll I hopes coming tomorrow. Yeah. Like Do you want to clap your hands? Listen, I hopes support the trio of best friends. Okay. Yes. Do you want to start with Jalen? Yeah, I think we should. A plus. Okay. <laughs> I gave him so I, I was I had a few different grades I was thinking yesterday. Um, here are some stats about Jalen that I think like you wouldn't guess based off how he's discussed, but I think it is pretty surprising. Uh, he's sixth in the NFL in completion percentage, fifth in yards per attempt, fifth in completions over forty yards, sixth in completions over twenty yards, fifth in total yards, third in uh, big time throws according to Pro Football Focus, fifth best passer rating on third down, second in total touchdowns, most wins in the NFL. I mean, he's been a top five quarterback in the NFL. And by the way, like the last month, he's been that much better throwing the football. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I originally gave him a B. Wow. But then, what but but no. Well, hold on. I I ended up on an A minus. Okay. I mean, I mean eight and one. He's been throwing the ball really well. I think also when we talked about the Eagles and the challenge they had coming into this year, it was prove that you could do it again. And really, that was Jalen. Like it was Nick and it was the team, but it was Jalen. Jalen through the first nine games of the season has proven he can do it again. And I think that's the toughest thing. Like you just talked about high hopes when you're a pitcher and you go through the lineup the first time or the league, the first time it's just different the second time. Like Baseball they've seen guy. you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think with Jalen now, like the beginning of the year, we saw they, they had a plan for him. He's adjusted and he's killing it. So the other reason I bumped it up is I think he's been way better with the turnovers recently. Well, he clearly has. Yeah. yeah. Especially the last two weeks. Why is it not nay? That's my question. The turnovers. Okay, I mean, it's a lot of turnover. So it is, but here, real quick, let me just throw something at you because the reason I would give him an A, and obviously, you know, I'm a easier grader than you, right. and him, but the re- I honestly think he deserves an A, and I wouldn't give everyone an A or anything like that, but I think Jalen deserves an A for for two reasons that you mentioned. One, the fact that he is clearly playing through something, and that he has clearly lifted his game while going out like a freaking warrior yeah. and playing through. And I think that has to be factored in, especially when we're talking about early season. Like, we don't know how long he's had this. My guess is he's had it for a while because he has not run the same way a lot this year. We've talked about that. He's yeah. been less burst. So my guess is he had this for a while. Like, I think he was learning to play through it early on. Like, I think he was learning to figure Maybe. out the injury yeah. and get through it. And I'm not going to ding him for the early stuff, especially when he won those games. So, like, I get the turnovers are a thing, but it looks like he's corrected it. And again, at the, at the end of the day, 
Like he, in my opinion, through the first half of the season, is the MVP of the season. It's I either agree. him, Lamar, or Mahomes. Like there's no, th- I think there's it's no Jaylen. fourth. I think like, Jalen is the MVP. Unless you want to make the AJ Brown, Tyreek argument, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, Joe, I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow will be, be there four, by the end. Yeah. But Joe Burrow started way slower. Agreed. I mean, Joe Agreed. Burrow was bad. Agreed. For a few I agree. Weeks. I agree. Like, Jalen was never close to as bad as Burrow was yeah. those few weeks because of the injury and all mm-hmm. that. But still fair. I think if if Jalen's the MVP of the league halfway through, he has to have an A. Like he has to. So it has to be relative, and that's something that I think that we. And we've talked about this a lot, but I think it's something that is still missing in the reaction to the Eagles with the negativity and all that stuff is that the rest of the league looks like this too. Yeah. Like offense is down this year. Numbers are down. Play- do you know who's the second most passing yards in the NFL right now? Yeah, I actually do. It's Sam freaking Howell. unbelievable. Sam yeah, 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 Howell yeah, is yeah. number two. In the- I would have never guessed that in a million years. That's my point, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just a little different this year. Like they're yeah. not. It's not the same league as last year. And I think we have to recognize that when we look at both the Eagles as a whole and we look at Jalen, it's all about everyone else you're playing against in that year, and it yeah. has to be relative. And I think when you look at it relatively, I think he has to get an A. So first of all, an A minus is still an A. I get it. As I, I get told, it. I'm have saying told my parents. A. Yeah, but but like the turnovers. He's turned it over a lot. He's fourth in the NFL at turnovers. I, I mean, know, just, but you know, he's recovered and bounced he, back. And went well, I'm won. just saying, though, like, that's they a, only lost one game because of, of the turnovers. And yeah, in that game, three of them were not his fault. Agreed. But, like, the play he made against the Jets was an all-time bad play. Like, I, again, so you're giving him a minus for one play? No, I'm giving him a minus for 11 turnovers in nine games. That's a lot of turnovers. Okay. That, well, it's a well, lot well, of turnovers. We'll agree, disagree. I yeah. think you should get an A. Let's move well, on. Well, the last thing I was going to say about him was in most of the year, he was like top three or four in turnover-worthy plays. He's down to nine. So, like, he's getting better with it, and other quarterbacks are doing it more. But, yeah, I look, again, A minus, I think, considering how his season started to an extent and how the turnovers were, I think is a good one. Okay. I give him an A. All right. Running back. You ready? Are you so you're giving full position grade? Full position. Okay, so yeah. it's not from just here on out. It's full position. Okay, yeah. I like that. That makes yeah, it yeah, easier. Yeah. All right, yeah. We'd be here for a very long time. Yes. Uh, I gave the running backs a C plus. I would have said B minus. So we're close. So there, that's probably gonna be a common theme. We're gonna I, be yeah, a half. Be a, yeah. Right which yards? So I was surprised with some of these DeAndre Swift stats. Uh, DeAndre Swift's third in the NFL in rushing yards. Yeah. Well, again, let's remember not playing week one essentially for right. all intents and purposes, and basically not playing the last month. But they're they're in the NFL in rushing yards, tied for third in runs over twenty yards, eighth in yards per attempt, ninth in forced missed tackles, pretty good. Yeah, thirteenth in yards after contact. So he's been arguably a top fifteen running back running the ball. My only thing is he hasn't topped seventy five yards in a single game over the last since week three. Of his six hundred and fourteen yards, three hundred and five came in just two games. So he had two outstanding he games. Had that at, 175 in the it, one game. Exactly. Yeah. And then the Bucks in next week, he killed it. So he had one outstanding game. I think I think that's fair. That jives with what we feel. It, does, it feels like he's had a couple big games. And yeah, he's had two of, big games and seven kind of uh, games yeah. with some nice plays in I between. I think this is fair. Um, Kenny Gainwell, I don't know. I think C-plus might actually be the right game. I think that's fair. Yeah, because like Boston Scott, and look, Boston Scott's been hurt for a game, and now the personal stuff, we don't know what it is. But well, like, he's like a non-factor. He just hasn't, he just hasn't really play, played. And Rashad Penny hasn't gotten to play. Frankly, I think it's you could almost factor in the lack of... I think it's a C+. Plus, and yeah. I think it's because of DeAndre. And look, Gainwell, again, I think Gainwell... Well, it's an F if not DeAndre. I'm saying it's That's a C+, the, well, that, because of DeAndre. Yeah, yeah right. I'm saying it would be lower if it weren't for DeAndre. Yeah, like I he probably gets a B. I think, game, I think Gainwell's more... like I think Gainwell 
is other than the fumble, obviously, which again, you know, it was one play and he doesn't normally do that. So I'm not going to kill him for it. I think Gainwell's been fine. I think it's the issue is that they are putting him in situations he shouldn't be in. But like, I don't think it's Gainwell's fault that he's not as good as he, as they, well, they're not they putting him in crazy situations. They're giving fair. him like third and nine runs and fourth and three runs. Well, yeah, but, that? Like, but I, like that's what running is, backs get. No, but my point is, is that I think they're relying on Gainwell too much in important situations when he's not good enough. For but, that. But, but I agree. He still gets a bad grade. What I'm, I'm saying, saying is, I just don't think, I think Gainwell is not, I think he's fine for what he is. I just don't think he's good enough. Yeah, I, I think, like, I think baked into that, what we're saying is Gainwell's not been good this year. Like, he just ha- he has not been good. Yeah, like I think he is. Uh, I think again, though, I blame the coaches for the way they use Gainwell as much as I blame Gainwell. Like, just have Gainwell come in in certain situations and be a breather or whatever. Stop giving him the football. Stop, yeah, like, well, I agree with you on that. Him. Like, I, I'm saying the poor production on those plays, I don't think it's his fault as much as it's the off the, the decision to go to him's fault. But because we don't think he's good, that's why we feel the way about the coaching. Sure, staff. I think yeah. he's average or yeah. a little below average. Um, And then, look, I don't think Penny factors into the grade much, but it is worth mentioning that they – Signed Penny like early in free agency. I know it wasn't a ton of money, but clearly they they had some type of hope yeah, for him. Yeah, but it was no. You point out the you were right. You want to talk about victory labs? You nailed this. Like you yeah, but like, I'm saying this is not much money. They're not that invested in the guy. Blah blah. And they weren't. They had. I, I think from the day they signed him to when they realized, well, like I think when they signed him, they had hope for him. I think they realized he was not going to be that very guy. clearly. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So and I think again they had hope for him, but again there was a reason he got six hundred thousand. And yeah, and I do think it's worth mentioning like they can't run the ball right now. And I, I'm going to blame the running backs because the I think it's part of it. I, well, again, I we're going to get to the offensive line in a minute. I do but. think that uh, the fact that it, they stopped running the ball well as soon as Jurgens went out, like I don't think we can completely dismiss. Agreed. I, I think Jurgens was playing well enough before we got to that. Um, we can do the tight ends and, and receivers as a group, I guess. I think they both get A's. Like you could argue A plus if you really want to be like critical, you could say that the receivers outside of Swift. I'm sorry. Outside of uh, Smith and AJ, have not been that good. Like obviously, Quez was a disappointment. Zacchaeus has been fine. Zacchaeus has been fine. Yeah, Julio had an, a touchdown. Like, but I think it's an A because I think it's an A. Yeah, I mean, it's arguably an A plus. Like AJ Brown's been outstanding. Like you said, one of the two best receivers in football. Yeah, if there was a non-quarterback MVP list, he might be. He might be at the top of it. Tim or Tyreek or McCaffrey. It's those three. Yeah, it would be those three. Yeah. Um, Devontae's been outstanding. Great. We don't need to say any more about that. Yeah, Goddard. We're good. Yeah. Uh. So you're including the tight end, the receivers. In the yeah, game. I got you. Well, we haven't talked about Goddard being uh, knocked well, out. We talked about it on the pod. We assumed it yeah. was going to be for a little while. We just didn't know the exact amount of time. Honestly, it's it's great news. You know, the fact that it's only four weeks, it seems, and it probably could be six or whatever. Right. But I think in the moment when it happened, we all thought, wow, he could be out, you know, eight weeks. He could be out the rest of the season. Look, it's you don't want to lose Goddard. It's, uh, yeah, I guess it's true. But we, I think as far as it goes, when it happened, I think the news that it could be only be a month, especially when one of those or two of those weeks, essentially one and a half weeks is a bye week. Yeah. I think it's about as good as you could hope for in the moment. Yeah, you guys said this on the morning show and I initially d- disagreed with it, but I think you're probably right. Like if you would have told me when I, if I knew he was really hurt and you said it was a month, like I guess you probably would have taken that. Yeah, of course. But he is a big loss. Of and like it it's, a ter- <laughs> it's a terrible diminish, time. It's a ma- so Ross Tucker said on the morning show today, and I think it was aggressive, but still like the fact that he said it, Definitely caught my attention. He said that, and I think Jalen is, he didn't think about Jalen when he said this, but he said that he thinks Goddard to the next at his position is the biggest drop-off on the Eagles, in his opinion, in terms of like going from Goddard to Stoll, Calcaterra, whatever, Alberto. He said that that drop-off, the Delta, is bigger than any other position drop-off on the team. And I think that might be a little aggressive because obviously yeah. Jalen Amari is like clearly Lane it. Lane Johnson. Lane, but, to, which, which we saw happen. But, but it, his point is fair. But like, they the have nobody is, else. is that losing Goddard is an absolute loss. Yeah. 
So in bad time, look with the bye week, maybe that helps. Um, That's why you traded for Albert O, though, right? I'll I mean, be curious to point. see if they put him on IR. Got her. Yeah, got her. Yeah, because yeah. you miss four games. You don't miss four. Weeks. My guess is they won't. I don't think they will yeah. either. Well, I guess it all depends on on their read of the injury. Yeah, but I think this is an injury in a player where you just you don't want to suck it up and eat up exactly the like yeah, you yeah. don't want to run the risk if he feels like, ready to play and he can't do it. Yeah. You know how many? Like I mean, Tanner McKee is inactive every week. You know what yeah. I mean? Or whoever you want to say. Anyway, um, I'm curious. Alberto is inactive every week. Right just now, you just guys. switch those guys. So I'll have you go first on this one. What would you give the offensive line? I have my grid written down. I'm just curious where you end up. Uh, it's funny because if we had done it a month ago, probably like, oh, hey, yeah. you know, and and even then they weren't pass blocking great. I actually think the pass blocking has been really good I agree. the last few weeks. I feel like they've turned that around. Yeah. Obviously, the run blocking an issue. Um, and again, I think losing Jurgens mattered. I'd probably give him like a between a B and a B plus. So I gave him an A minus. Okay. So wow, how about that? So, so yeah, I think, I think I go B plus. Is so here was my logic on this. Like Lane's been outstanding. Kelsey's been outstanding. Dickerson has been outstanding. My lot has been really good too. My lot, it's interesting. So he's been like hit or miss, but the when I, he's good. He's great. So I I test. I think he's been he's been definitely good this year for sure. He is. I think the ninth rated or no. Uh, the Eagles and the Lions, the only two teams in the NFL with two tackles in the top 15 on Pro wow. Football Focus. So, you know, back to, to your Lions point, thing. Yeah. But so my lot overall, what Tony I thought Sewell. was... Turn out he's a good player. What I thought was surprising about my lot is he's... I have it written down here somewhere. I think he's fourth in the league in pressures allowed. Wow, uh, that is surprising. Which is surprising. It's something like 20, 20 total pressures in nine games, which I think actually kind of jives with what we've seen. I feel like he does give up pressure. He's only given up one sack, which is good in nine games, obviously. Um... My only reason why I did like an A minus, I think Jurgens played pretty well when he was in. I think the loss of him has clearly been seen. Uh, Opeta had to be benched. Steen, I don't think played well against Dallas. So with the offensive line, they clearly have one weak spot until Jurgens come back. And frankly, who knows how Jurgens will be? Like, look at last year with Jordan Davis. Sure. I know it's a different body type, but yeah. both offensive linemen. Um, and it's foot injury. So who knows if he'll be the same when he comes back. But the right guard spot is oh, an so issue. Uh, uh, like a rookie for all intents. That's what I mean. Business. Just like First year Jordan Davis was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're, they can't run the ball. And I, I like, I'm, I'm not going to, I can't break the tape down and tell you if it's the offensive it's all, line. You can't say it's all on Jurgens, but like, it's not a coincidence that like he went out and they stopped being able to run right. the ball. It certainly has, has hurt him at least a certain level. Like their their running game is, is really surprising. Lately. Yeah. Like a lot of like running stats where you go. So. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, I was just going to say, like, they're not one of the best running teams in the NFL. Which we expected. Especially, is, well, considering they had, like, two massively huge running games yes. this season. Uh, it was interesting. Sirianni uh, talked about this on the morning show with us. Oh, I thought this answer was such a cop-out by him. But it's so, part of it. Good, good. Explain, because he said that in their mind, they're running the ball well because their run efficiency was high. Oh, okay. Actually, that I thought was a good I answer. I thought it was a really good answer because yeah. he's talking about, like, any basically, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more to it, but he's basically, like, you know, third and one, you get the one yard, like it's not going to help your yards per carry, but that's an efficient run. That's a good run as an example of it. And they have other metrics for other runs, you know, whether it's like getting five on first down is efficient or whatever it is. Right. Um, so they feel like they're not running the ball as poorly as, as it seems. So I think his logic is smart, but they had these same situations last year. Like, you know, like we, we, we can all see they can't run the ball as well. Like we can just yeah, see yeah, it. I test. The thing I also disagree with that he said was like, sometimes they'll pass it up. Like it's like technically. Oh, I, yeah, that was. And BS. I'm like, bro, that's. Bro, I don't know what to tell you. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I, I went with an A minus. Their backups haven't been great when they've had to go in. Driscoll, uh, I think, didn't, didn't play well when he had to come in. But overall, they still have on their offensive line four of the five spots. I think you feel really good about. Totally. I and agree. Not a lot of yeah, I go B plus, but I agree with you. All right. Especially like Sua, if you have to factor. Sua better not as good a backup as I had. No, he was. It did did not. And just uh, in general, and I again, I know I said the Driscoll thing, and then we'll get to the defense. 
Um, but Driscoll, when he played in that Jets game, um, you know, that how bad he was. And I was like, oh, if you give him a week with Stoutland to prepare for a game, it's probably different than just coming in. In general, across the board, the backup lineman, and, you know, Steen was, I think, decent, actually, compared to Opeta, comparatively. Well, but for his still, first game. Still got beat yeah, a few times beat, yeah. cleanly. Um, I, I think that, you know, that um, the backups haven't been as good as we for remember sure. them being history. historically. It's like someone comes in, they're fine. It hasn't looked that way. But each week they still have gotten really good offensive yeah, no play, I think. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um. All right. Are we on to the defense? On to the defense? Are we? Oh yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Tell a quick story. Can I? Can I tell yeah, a quick? Yeah, so I would actually you told a story. Here is this See, is you're, yeah. Look at you. So all here, over it. Me and Kristen are currently. I'm just having fun talking to you. I know. I'm thinking. You know. Me and Kristen, and look, this is not a real fight. Otherwise, I would not be talking about it on the pod. <laughs> but we are currently in a bit of a tiff because Uh-oh. she wants to keep the AC like the uh, at seventy. That's high. It's high. It's high, right? And the reason, the <laughs> reason like, it feels it's, right? it's high. I'm more of like a 67 guy, okay. and it doesn't sound like I'd a big deal. 68, maybe yeah. 69. <laughs> yeah, well, with this pod, <laughs> nice. Um, but here's why it matters because none of our hot air gets out of the house. Boom. So when it's at 70, it feels like 70 in there. Like I, when it's winter out, which it is technically, I guess winter's coming, Ellie. Yeah. Like, I like to wear sweatpants around the house. I know that during the summer I wear shorts and a t-shirt. But guess what? It's not summer anymore. I like to feel a little cool in the house. But regardless of how I want to feel in the house, if it's at 70, it feels like 70 because I have good windows. And windows are important because otherwise your air just leaks on out like a fool you're sitting there. So the temperatures are dropping rapidly. It's turning bone-chillingly cold outside. Not in my house, unfortunately. And energy costs are on the rise. If you had old drafty windows, your furnace is working harder than ever to keep your family warm. Why pay unnecessary high energy bills when Window Nation can keep you and your family warm all season long? Window Nation's energy efficient windows are specifically designed for climate changes and will keep the cold air out while lowering your monthly energy costs up to 30%. Speaking of savings, this month only, and here's like where they drop the sick deal they always have. The absurd have. deal, yes. Yeah. Window Nation is offering 0% interest for five years. 
dude, like me and Kristen buy furniture and we get no interest for like four months and we're like, wow, what a steal. Five years, the amount of furniture we would purchase for this. That 60 month interest free. Elliot Shore Park's furniture guy. Yeah, for real. That 60 months interest free and get two free windows for every two you buy. Now is the time to protect your family from the elements, lower your energy costs, and upgrade the look and feel of your home. Call Window Nation today. Get 0% interest for five years, plus two free windows for every two you buy. Offer only good this month. Uh, call the company over 200,000 families trust with their home. Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. That's Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them Go Birds sent you. Tell them you. Tell me sent you. So you like to be a fun thing that good good icebreaker when you're there. Hey guys, go bird sent us. Hey, real quick, I'm looking for windows. Go bird sent me. Yep, Eagles fan. Right. What do you think of the Dallas game? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Dallas sucks. Jalen sent me. You can say that too. So you like to wear sweatpants in the winter? You I do. You know, I I like to do in the winter. Never leave my house. <laughs> yes. I like to have the TV on. Yes. Two TVs, as you know. Uh, in the same room, because that's what I do. Watching sports nonstop. And you know why I love to do it? Because I got the Bet Parks app open, Boom. and I'm betting on all these games, and there's nothing more fun. Basketball is here. It's time to gamble on these games. Elliot, I may or may not have won some money on your least favorite player in the history of the sport. Yeah, please just don't even Magical tell me. Magical basketball player who just, just yeah. bet on him to do uh, good, and yeah. you're going to win money. Because <laughs> all he does is, is do awesome, that guy out in Denver. We all know what we're talking about. We'll, yeah, we don't have any money here, But you know, yeah. big game tonight. Big game. Big game. I'll be I'll be gambling you, on it. You'll be there, I would assume, right? Down well, there. I think I'm gonna watch from home. Oh, uh, okay. Take the night <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. I got it. I got well, it. Doing a pod after. It's easier to gamble on it when yes, you're home. Exactly. So you have to put your stay the at service home. is better. All you need is the Bet Parks app. You open it up. Bang. Bet on Philly. Three point dog tonight against Boston. Love it. At home. Love it. Home dog. We love home dogs. We always we, do. We, we always do. That's the fun thing. You're gonna watch this game anyway. We're hanging out. Big big Philly game tonight. You're gonna watch it. Have a little action on it. It makes it so much fun. Plus, guess what? You can bet on individual player performances. Embiid, guess what? Probably gonna score some points tonight. Guess what? You can freaking bet start on it. His yes, you can bet on it. You can bet on all this stuff. It's so much fun. The action that you can have with this app. And of course, all the football games. We'll do the Bet Parks Pod. Go through all of it. You can bet on college football, pro football, of course, individual players. The whole thing, it's such a blast. And here's the deal, if you sign up now, new users, uh, you get, if you make your first bet, a $10 winning bet, you get $125 in sports bonus back. It Boom. is a great Boom. bet. Betparks.com has all the terms and conditions. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, Maryland, gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's get to the defensive line, Elliot. The least important side of the ball. No, I'm, <laughs> um, I was, I'm, surprised, yeah, I'm surprised you admitted they are a side of the ball. I just gave him an A. should be like the yeah. meaningless side. I just gave him an N.A. Incomplete. Defensive report cards. I didn't. Yeah. I, what are you talking about? Um. Yeah. So this one's easy. Tonight. The defensive line gets an A. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they argue probably an A plus. Like it, they've it been probably, unbelievable. They're number one in the league against the run. I think they other pre- than Jalen, actually, you know what? They're, they're an A plus. The they're an A plus. They should be an A plus. They're an A plus. Yeah. So just quickly, just to give everyone their credit, Jalen Carter has been everything you could have hoped for and more. Josh Sweat should be mentioned among the best edge rushers Josh in the NFL. Josh Sweat should be mentioned. Yeah. Elliot. Just like a top ten edge rusher, dude. He is a a, a terror. And he does not get talked about. He makes big plays late. It, it, he, they all do. For they all do. Reddick yeah, does. We talk about Reddick being Fletcher's the Fletcher's been out, outstanding. Fletcher's been great. Mill Williams. Been Mill great. Williams been great. Uh, Jordan Davis, Davis, breakout year. What a freaking line. Like, man. seriously. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Brandon Graham. Still Brandon out there Graham, mate. Yeah. yeah. And what's crazy is, like, we know it when we watch it, but if you look at the stats, like they're near the top in everything. Sacks, hurries, quarterbacks, hits, pressures. Like yeah, Son Reddick's at the top of leaderboard. They're so again. good yeah. against the run, nobody runs against them. They just like, don't, they run don't even. They do don't it. even try it. They have the least <laughs> amount of run attempts in the league. So, they're, great point. Like teams just don't run against them. We will probably 
never cover a team that has a more perfect unit than this defensive line. Well, like, so funny. Some will be just off as the, good. The almost sack record. And it's like, yeah, D-line's Dude, better. they're unbelievable. It's so this year. They get an A-plus. And if they win the Super Bowl or when they win the Super Bowl, the defensive line will be maybe the main reason. Like, them, the Jalen. Well, the quarterback. Jalen and Sirianni and then the D-line. For sure. But the defensive line will play a larger role than most defensive lines do. Outside, like, when the Giants well, won the so Super Bowl. because it's so important with the de- way their defense is structured. Yeah. All right. I have a grade for the linebackers that I think is going to surprise you. Okay, good. Because you know I'm, I'm big on my guys that cutting him. Yeah, so maybe you won't be actually that surprised. I gave him a B. I think we, we have to change our perception of how we view the linebackers. And I think I've been guilty of this, too. I think it's somewhat lazy analysis. And again, hand up, I've done this. To just continually be like, the linebackers aren't that good. The linebackers have been good. Nicholas Moreau, for whatever you want to say about him. A bunch of plays. And you can love or hate pro football focus. They have him as a ninth best linebacker in the NFL this wow. season. And not a small sample size. Over 300 snaps. That is like he is shocking. He has played. Like, Zach Cunningham, that's your guy. I, I think Zach Cunningham. He's all over the field. Like, he was, like, flat out good. He's like, really good. He's good. I think player. he's played well. And, like, he came late in the training camp. How many games have they They've only lost one? So, clearly. <laughs> but the linebackers have not been a problem. No, like, it's a great point. Where I do think they've not been great is in coverage, for sure. But, like... Getting after the quarterback, they've done a good do a good job. Obviously Blitzing, against the yeah, run, they've, they've been, been great. Which we haven't seen um, recently in years. I think Zach Cunningham's been okay in coverage. The issue is Moreau has not been good in coverage. Yeah. So I gave him a B. And Nakobe can't stay on the field. Well, I think we have to discuss Nakobe briefly. Like can't stay on the field. It's a bummer. And when he's been on the field, he's been good against the run, really bad against yeah, the pass. Yeah, bad against the pass. But I do think I think there's been flashes there, and I think we've seen you know he's been a good blitzer. Like yeah. he can get to the quarterback. Like I think there's been positive signs when he's on the field especially because again like he missed a lot of of camp he missed the or the beginning of the season whatever yeah for it was. sure That's he's him. hurt again like, no one's just, even talking about I, it I, yeah i just think it's like it is what it is like he's not getting a chance to play because of injuries yeah and like it's impossible to go out there and just play and you know i, I well, he's like, not getting a chance i just to think like, it's another freaking it. incomplete on kobe yeah it sucks my concern with Kobe is i think first he of all might I think, just be a guy who gets i think kobe is going to be in the nfl for like Five or six. Like, I think he has an NFL career in front of him. He's smart. He's a good teammate. Even if he oh. played special teams. Well, I was going to say, he's a great yeah. special teams yeah. player. I just, I don't think he's an every down line. He has to stay healthy. Yeah. I, 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 look, you, I think he's super talented. I still believe in him. I think he's a smart football player. Like, all the things I believed in are still there. And I did see enough flashes where I was excited about him. But again, like, see, you know, health is a skill. We, yeah. You know, it is what it is right now. Um. All right. So I gave him a B. What do you? I think it's fine. I always said B Fair. minus, probably. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Look at this. Who'd have thunk it? Right, right on, right on. Uh, yeah, I'm a harder grader page. over here sometimes. All right, the secondary F. No, it's not an F, but it's not good. Yeah. So let me run through my logic, and then I'll tell you what I. So here's what I think is important. I think to take into account with the secondary, you can probably tell my grade's going to be higher, higher than, than most. Yeah. Be, well, the fact that they've had like nine different units out there. So that's part of yeah. it. But also. Like Jimmy Kemsky made this point, and I'm so happy I made it. And I'm happy I read him because I think it's such a smart one, and it's changed my perception on this. They are getting the ball thrown on them. Yeah, so you mentioned this much. So last year, Darius Slay last year in 20 games he had 83 targets. So all the regular season, all the playoffs. This year he already has 60 targets. Wow. He is he's gonna like be like 40 or 50 more targets. Now you could look at that and go, well, it's because he's not playing as well. But his average yards per catch allowed are exactly the same. 11.2 to 11.9. I don't think Slay has played as well as last year. But I think part of the reason the secondary feels so exposed is because teams cannot run on them, so they have to throw it. And the Eagles are always ahead. The Eagles have had like 30 or 40 more pass attempts on them than any other team in the NFL. But when you look at so when you look at yards, like, yes, they've allowed a lot of yards. But their yards per attempt allowed is 13th. Like, that's not bad. In the like, it's upper half. Like, the way we're... 
the way they're talked about, you would think it was like the Eagles are winning every game 45 to 40, and it's like a massacre every week. I mean, it's been they it, shut yeah. down the Dolphins, which is an incredibly impressive performance. They didn't have blanket chip for I believe yeah. that game, right? Or one of those right. games in there they didn't have blanket. So chip. I think Slay has been their best secondary player. And I think Slay is still a good player for sure. Bradbury, I think there's some concern. Bradbury, Bradbury looks slow down the sideline. So Bradbury last year, or sorry, this year, he's giving up the high. Uh, he's giving up 13 yards per completion, which is eighth highest among starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And his average depth of target is fifth highest. Yeah, so teams, teams are going after Bradbury deep, and it's a problem. Like he's not turning his head around. He looks slow. He's been a problem. The nickel spot, obvious problem. Disaster. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Like, and we talked about the moment. I said. Through that first month when everyone was like freaking out and they're 4-0, I was like the single biggest issue this team has had this entire month has been the injury to Devontae Maddox. Yeah, it, it's killed them. So Sidney Brown is playing in there. He's a he, really good player, Monty. He, he he's say, very Another good. guy can't stay on the field. Yeah, but, but when he, he's out there, he's a damn good He's very player. good. So Sidney Brown's been out there. I don't think it's fair to even grade him. Like he's he wasn't drafted to do it and he's a rookie. <laughs> no, he's a safety. Yeah, like I give him credit for even trying out yeah. there. Well, it's an A for effort. Eli Ricks got cooked. We got cooked by CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, and the I slot, like Eli Also Eli not Ricks, a slot yeah. guy. I mean, again, they're counting on undrafted. Well, I, I agree with you, watch. Siri. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're playing with undrafted free agents out there. Yeah, I mean, and I Eli think. Eli Ricks didn't get drafted this year. And yeah. he's playing against CeeDee Lamb. In, like, basically <laughs> Sunday Night Football. Yeah. I mean, seriously. No, I agree. So, but the issue is, like, when Roby comes back, maybe you hope that things are better. But Which, which. I do think he will help. But it's asking a lot of someone that was That was unsigned. on the street. I know, but yeah. at least he knows the freaking position. For sure. I think he will that be their best there. nickel. Yeah. He will be their best nickel. Um, at safety, I think Reed's been good. He obviously got hurt. I think he's been solid. He's been I've solid. seen a lot of Reed hate out there. Like, oh, this guy's safe. I think he's been pretty good. I think Reed would get like a B. Yeah. B minus yeah, if I, I had to go. Fair. Yeah. Obviously, Bayard has struggled in his first yes. two games here. They and we barely talked, played together. Yeah, and that penalty was was, was bad. Yeah. But... If you're going to ask me, am I concerned Kevin Byard's going to suck this year? I'm not. I, so I think I'll be honest. I'm like a little concerned about Byard. Okay. Their, their, their track record at the deadline and integrating guys has not been great. He was he's traded for a 31 and he was so good. Dude, trust me. I think it was a great trade. I'm just a little concerned about what I've seen the first Just because games. it's just the way it works. Maybe out. it's next year he's an impact guy if he's here, but sure. I'm a little concerned. Um, so overall, I gave, him a, I gave them a C plus. Okay. So I would go, I would go like C minus for okay. that. They're still eight and one. I think it's worth mentioning. I agree. Look, I, know. I, I, I would have given Jalen an A. There are other spots where I would go higher than you, but I think in this one, C, C minus. I just think, and again, I do think they've been throwing a lot, but they have given up a lot of they yards have, and a lot they of have, plays. Like, for sure. At no point have we watched the Eagles and felt confident. that they, And again, well, the Dolphins, credit, the Dolphins credit to Desai and credit to these guys because they have made enough plays. Like in the end, the Dallas Cowboys did only score six points in the second half. Now, you, they could have had that one. They could have had this right, one. They but, they had did, 20, but they did. But they didn't. But they didn't. And that's where I'm yeah. going. I'm saying credit to them. Like, right. they didn't. And yeah. in the end, they have made those plays. But, like, when I watch Eagles games every single week, the single worst part of the team is the second Agreed. Week, every single yeah. week. So, like, I got to give them the lowest grade yeah. for me. I, I think it's fair they deserve the lowest grade. Them or the running backs. But I think that's... I think the, they have to be below them. I do. Because I think DeAndre Swift alone has been better than any... Secondary player. Um, I think DeAndre, if you put the DeAndre Swift's individual grade and all the secondary players, I think DeAndre Swift's getting the I think he's right much. there. I mean, I think Reed is Reed's maybe right there. Yeah, I but think regardless, he's got to be like a B plus A minus DeAndre. What we've gotten from him. Yeah, 
Probably fair. I mean, again, it's really only two out of nine games he's been good. No, but he's still good, man. Like, when he still makes plays. He's getting like the, he ball. the ball. He's getting, like, 18 carries a game. Or Sorry, it's less than that. But, again, like they just 16. haven't run the ball well. But he's still, you could see it. Eye test-wise, like, the dude makes people miss. Yeah. He's, still, he's I, got, he's tougher I don't than I thought he was. Dis- I don't completely disagree yeah. with you on that. All right, coaching. Where are you at? I would give him an A. Okay. I really would. I think, I and and here's why. I'll tell you why. I think for them to be sitting here at 8-1, for Nick Sirianni to have navigated this with two new coordinators. Two. Michael Clay, all of a sudden, by the way, doing a great job. So yeah, that, for sure. It's a good point. Yeah. And they get credit for it. And then, Although again, not like, great against Dallas, I know Brian Johnson has not been perfect and people have been upset and we've complained about it. The offense has been awesome. Like, the I, offense has been better than it was last awesome, year. Arguably. Awesome. Like, yeah. statistically awesome. And again, I think we go back to the perception based on the rest of the league without watching everything and all that. But then, and then defensively, like, Desai has had to play with nine different combinations each week. It's a yeah. new secondary out there. He's got undrafted guys out there. He has found a way to piece things together. And yes, it's not perfect. But yet again, they're sitting there at 8 and 1. Like, I don't know. I, I think there are things you can complain about. But on the whole, I, I think this coaching staff has done a, 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 like, a terrific job when you take, again, take into effect that they, two new coordinators. So you talked to me up from my grade. I had a B Gosh. plus. Wow. I okay, so you got T A minus. I'll yeah. take it. I, I would probably maybe even go. You are a hard grader. Yeah, you gave a yeah, one. Well, a. There's certain At things. this point, you gave the only A you've got, I guess you have two. D line and, and wide receivers. Yeah. Um for an eight and one team. Yeah, no, you're right. It's probably harsh. Um but no, well, the receivers, Jalen, the defensive line, and the coaching staff. So four out of like six or seven, mm-hmm. whoever. But regardless. Well, I just um, got you. I know on you're the well, hey, it's where I landed. It's where I landed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think you're right. My only con- and I'll echo everything you said. Like, there's no point in de- repeating it. Like, you, I think you nailed it. The only concern I have with the coaching staff is it just feels like situationally they're not great, which is a bit of a concern for mine. Yeah, Be- we've had my- moments. I mean, we've we've criticized some Brian Johnson calls yeah, spots and like, Sean Desai in certain spots, without a doubt. And look, this the season is going to come down. to, You know, like two or three games that really matter in two or three moments. And I just don't know if I have 100% confidence that like don't make the in right the decision. Super Bowl at that moment, are they going to make the right call? I, I just, I don't know if I have that so confidence. So let me say this. I'm not saying I do yet. Yeah. I'm just saying we're giving midseason grades on what they've done in yeah, the look, first half of the season. Yeah, look, they're 8-1 for sure. They're 8-1 and they've navigated a lot of stuff for two guys who never done that or decided no, to No, you're right. Year. And I thought a main question was coming yeah, into the season. I just so. think you, I, I've been really impressed. No, I, you're again, right. But that's st- there's still two first-year coordinators. And when the Super Bowl comes along, I still have questions about exactly what you're talking about yeah. because I'm, I don't think they're flawless or anything. I just think considering the, the obstacles presented them as New York co- new coordinators, all the injuries, Brian Johnson calling plays for the first time, I think they've done a nice job. No, and, you're right. and Sirianni especially. I think Sirianni deserves a ton of credit for yeah. having two new coordinators and yeah. keeping the ship rolling. Well, so I agree. I'm going to give an Year. But Sirianni deserves Coach of the Year without a doubt. He's like ninth on most lists. It's, it's, it's absurd. It's, it's exactly it's the thing we have with Dable. Last honestly, year. I'm at the point where I don't want him to win it. Like seriously, uh, honestly, like this I really whole, like the 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 curse of the Coach of the Year thing. Uh, I don't know. Can I be Dable com- falls I be apart? Completely the honest, he falls apart. I don't know. You're not gonna like this, but I, I, mean, I would rather if I had to pick one of the two. Clearly You'd rather he win Coach of the Year than MVP. Yeah, I hate that day. I just think Sirianni, man. No one cares about. Can coach you imagine of the year. Sirianni's yes, coach of the I year presser? Like I his family's point. there. That college coach but he loves no gives it to him. No one cares like, about coach of the year. Like on the grand scale, MVP is like Hall of Fame stuff. This I, like matters. I like, agree with that. That's so fair. Like I just think having an MVP on that. I mean, also like that. I think I mean, Sirianni the MVPs we've seen in our lifetime. It's so few. We've no, got, look, we, Elliot. We've never seen an Eagle win the MVP. Ever. You're right. You're in right. our lives. We've never seen it. We've yeah. seen an, an Andy Reid won Coach of the Year. We've never. Did Doug in 2017? Doug did not. He got screwed. Okay. Remember McVay won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. BS. 
But we've never. Now, I'm assuming Andy Reid won it. I'm just saying that. I don't know for Maybe sure. Maybe he did I'm assuming it, yeah. he must have. Yeah, okay, Tucker just said he did. Yeah. Um, we've never seen MVP before. Like, that'd be special. Look, I know. Let me, let me count. In just, our lifetime. Obviously, it would both be phenomenal. I'm just from a personal. I love Sirianni. MVP would it. matter more. And I just think Sirianni's Coach of the Year press conference would, would be, be like, man, that guy deserves that moment. I and look, Jalen deserves MVP for sure. I want Sirianni's Super Bowl champion press conference. That's yeah. what I want. Well, they'll both get that. So. I know. I know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, Yes, yeah. but like I just think Sirianni's been screwed out of it. Like Jalen hasn't gotten it, but he's in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, Jalen was second. Sirianni's not even like mentioned. It's absurd. I agree with you. It's, he's doing it's, one of the best win loss coach jobs we've seen in the history of the NFL, and he's like he's like fifth <laughs> Bro, on all these I lists. Just, I just bumped you up on the grades. I'm with you. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It is funny. I was gonna give him a B plus. I was like, I crazy. Give him an A. He's yeah, you're A's. right. You're right. Yeah, I'm with you. He just deserves it. I agree. He does. Jalen deserves it too. But Nick really. Nick like Nick. I think would cherish that moment. I I agree with you. I think it would yeah. mean a lot to him. Yeah. Jalen would be like, thanks. Let's go out and practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know, I know. And I know deep down it would mean a lot to him and of look his family would, and everything. But, yeah. but I just I need to see Nick cry on the podium while he's like Love it. saying the flower finally we would. sprouted They'd or whatever. Pop, yeah. All right. Um Park's big spot coming up. Uh, we need to I actually have to a it. funny Nick story and then we'll wrap up. Okay, good. I don't have a final thought. So this will it's be my only final. because of you got yeah, to record with So I'm trying yeah. to move it along. You know. And I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So Nick Sirianni told a story on your show about how he how went great to was his, co- his, his uh, so son's. So I didn't tell you the second part of the story. Okay, yeah. so for those who didn't hear it, I'm Nick. Told, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Nick told a story on the show where uh, Joe asked him, like, can you get away? You know, during the bike. Yep. Like, you have to try to or whatever. And he's like saying, like, I'm trying to or whatever. But he's like, but then I met my kids football practice and you know all of a sudden i find myself on the field installing plays so he came up with two yeah. plays funniest part was he's like i don't want to say what they are in case anyone from the other it's team amazing it was yeah. like so nick it's very um, nick. but it was a great story yeah you know? so someone dm'd me and i think they coached the team that coaches against nick's son's team uh-huh. so i guess nick's been at you know good like a, a few of, of his games yeah, this year kid, yeah, yeah right yeah. so apparently and i asked the guy if i could tell this story obviously i've not verified it but it's a funny story Apparently, there was a fourth and one play for Nick's team, and Nick came down onto the sideline. And did he and, yell, do the touch push? And they like, did the touch push. No and apparently, a lot of the parents, like, I think this was all good natured, yeah. but I think the parents on the other team were, like, not happy about it. Really? But, like, I think in a joking way, but okay, it was just a good. funny story. Because it's hilarious. Yeah, They're yeah. Eagles fans. But it's, it's just kids' football. But like, it's also just so funny to picture, like, Nick being like, all right, everyone pause. All right, guys, hold on. It's Here's how we run the play. Oh, yeah. it's so it's great. Just the guy, I really yeah. love that. It's a great story, right? That is a great yeah. story. Right, Who my, knows if it's true, but he yeah. says it is. So. Right? Yeah. Uh, all right, my final thought uh, is a shout out. And I wasn't expecting it. And he will not listen to this pod. Obviously. Um, but my buddy just had a baby. Wow. Look at shout that. out to my buddy Jason Bergson. Shout out to Samuel Avi Bergson. Born wow, one of my best friends middle this... one of my best friends' name is Avi. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, there you go. Shout out. Uh, born at 324 this morning. My guy. Jason wow, so you Bergson's were awake for dad. It. I was, I was awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, you were you were up. I was waking up as Jason was having a baby. As he woke up, you woke up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the grand riser. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to my buddy Jason. One of the groomsmen in my wedding. That's one of the awesome. best friends on the planet. Hey, um, Mazel. Ma- mazel talk. Mazel. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a Zoe final thought for the next spot. So there we awesome. go. Full circle. Full circle. We're gonna, I can't believe we're, I said that. We're going we're gonna to come full circle with this one. Come full. So I said full come circle. <laughs>
Sure did, buddy. Sure Not did. great. I don't Again. think I. I don't think I did, but I trust you. Let everyone know, or yeah. Elliot. Let Elliot. Everyone. Let Nobody tweet it. <laughs> don't tweet yeah. it. Don't tweet it. All right. Pet uh, Parks Pigs Pod. Uh, if you're on YouTube, say here. We're gonna do it right now. But if not, it'll be out tomorrow. Check it out. Um, and then check out the pl- uh, Clap Your Hands Pod. They'll uh, yeah. be doing one now. But then, especially after the game tonight for tomorrow, check it out. Uh, Fritzy and Elliot uh, talking Sixers. Awesome stuff. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a minute with the Pet Parks Pod. Until then.